Thanks to Quip for supporting the Apple Bits XL. Join over 7 million mouths who use Quip and save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes when you get your Quip smart brush for just $25. Go to getquip.com slash applebits and get your first refill for free. All right, everybody, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, your host. Doing the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. You know what this episode is about, right? You gotta know. There can only be about one thing, and that would be the new MacBook Pros, right? I put out my review video. I had to bring in some brains, some muscle here to kind of talk about it as well. So I got creator Terry Warfield. We're gonna talk all about our impressions, our thoughts, what stood out what we wish would be better. And for those of you that have the new MacBook Pro in your hands, I'm going to be really curious to hear what you all think about it because to me, at the end of my review, you know, I it kind of dawned on me in that moment and I think this is the best tech device of 2021 for me. <laughs> I say that because as a creator, I don't think everyone needs this, but even the M1 Pro for a general consumer or someone who wants to get a little, kind of take another step up, I still think it's arguably the best device of 2021. You all can fight me on that. You can let me know what you think about that, but that's where I stand. And just to get some orders of business out of the way, we know that this show is all about you all. I want you all to call in, be a part of it. It makes it so great. So all you gotta do is record a voice memo, send it into Show at gmail.com that's apple bits with a z i know you have thoughts now that we have now what we have the apple watch out we have the macbook pro out we have the new airpods 3 out which were a surprise to me as well and then we have even hey coming soon coming soon homepod mini colors so let me know what you feel applebitshow at gmail.com also this show is brought to you by you Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you can support all my content. It supports the podcast. It supports my videos. But what do you get? You get early access to content. You get rewards at different levels. And yes, I know I have been busy, but there are some people that I still need to send out your stickers and your other bonuses. So just roll with me. November is the target month this time because it Techtober is just a little crazy. You also get a completely ad-free version of this show no ads whatsoever. We just get right into it. You hear none of that that you heard before. So patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you can support all my content. And again, I thank you all so much for allowing me to continue to do this independently. All right, let's just get right into it. Terry Warfield and I talking all things new M1 Pro and M1 Max MacBook Pro. All right, what's up, everybody? We are here for the MacBook Pro review so i had to bring some brands i had to bring the big guns in the house my man terry warfield you might recognize him on the internet on youtube does a lot of great camera reviews tech reviews terry what is up thank you so much for coming on the show bro what's going on man no thank you for having me it's an absolute freaking honor dude <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you that enough like it's an absolute honor to be on here with you oh man thank you so hey terry you know for people that i know i teased a little bit about what you do but for people you're the you're you know we're popping your cherry on my show. This is your first time on the podcast, so we're going to bring you back for sure. But let maybe let the audience know what you cover and you know where they can find you and things like that. Yeah, man. So uh, my name is Terry Warfield, and I'm on YouTube. It's literally Terry Space Warfield, and I do a lot of a lot of stuff. Right, I do a lot of mostly camera related content. So a lot of photography tips, tricks, video tips, tricks. I do a, a ton of gear reviews. Um, and that might be cameras. It might be the occasional cell phone review. Like I usually just review like the camera portion of the cell phone and Mac content. So like iPads, MacBooks and stuff like that. Uh, what else about me? Uh, I still work a full time job. I have five kids. I'm married. Uh, I'm in the gym all the time. I still do photography and film on the side plus YouTube. So let's get it. I mean, see, when you say that and I've, you know, I've followed your stuff. I'm kind of amazed. So, you know, you make time for this podcast, bro. Like you've got life, family, job, and YouTube. You know what I'm saying? And what's amazing to me is your work speaks for itself and you've been able to, you know, have brands reach out to you like with the load, latest uh, the latest Sony cameras. They're always like, you know, you're on their list. And I mean, it just speaks to 
the value that you bring to the table. And I know you've said it on before, but like subs don't matter. And I, I say that as well. Subs don't matter. They don't. Um, I mean, it's good to have the sub count so you can, you know, when you pull up on the brand, like, yo, <laughs> this is my channel. I mean, let's be realistic. Although we know for YouTube subs don't matter. Uh, a lot of brands don't know that yet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it is yeah. still good to have at least that card to pull out the deck. Like, yo, here's my sub count. You know, some of them like, oh, wow, you got 50,000 subscribers and they're ready to throw the book at you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't really care about I care more about the audience, man, like yeah, building yeah. a tribe of people who rock with me over subs and you yep. know, stuff like that. So, all right, man, let's let's jump into this because the people are here to talk about what everyone wants to talk about in. We're talking MacBook Pro. I mean, right now, Terry's like shaking his head side to side, getting those palms ready. Um, I'm going to, you know, you're my guest here. And so I would love you to just go in and let's get your first impressions of the MacBook Pro. <laughs> I literally just recorded it today. That's crazy. Oh, uh, man, I got to. All right, I'm going to say this. I've been waiting on a machine like this from Apple for probably like 10 years. Like it is. I hate this. I hate to be that guy, yo. I hate to sound like everybody else, but like it's it's no denying how how good it is, man. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, oh man! One thing I said today in my initial impressions: it's the first computer I've ever used that's been able to keep up with me mm-hmm. while I'm like editing and doing whatever. Like even like you know the M1 MacBook Pro Pro, we was like, oh damn, that's fast. But, you know, I was still able to cripple it sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I put on three layers of 4K, heavy A7S3 footage, and then throw some motion VFX stuff on top of that, like, it's easy to bring the M1 MacBook Pro to its knees. Although, for most people, like, it's way more than powerful. Man, no joke. I was editing my latest video that I dropped today, last night. I tried (laughs) to bring this thing to its knees, and I couldn't do it, like, don't get me wrong, I got it to like stutter here or there, but that was like maybe one or two seconds and it was like right back on beat. So my initial impressions, man, what a what a machine, dude. And I didn't even go with the Max. So what which yeah, tell me what configuration do you have right now, out of curiosity. So I went with the um the one terabyte fourteen point two inch, the one with the 10, 10 CPU, sixteen GPU cores. Uh, I think the price was like twenty four ninety nine. Um, how much how much um ram was or memory was in that one a terabyte nice nice okay okay that's good so you know when you talk about this machine like so i don't know what what are you using to edit video like are you using premiere or are you using final cut pro only the best no i'm, I'm messing with you uh final cut pro no. <laughs> so you know i'm one of those dogs that's like i'm still on premiere because uh. people oh, i know like i everyone is like oh come on there's like maybe three of us but it's only because when i transitioned from working at the other place to independent Premiere was my bread and butter, so I didn't, I couldn't take the time, right, to be like, okay, right. let me take like a week to really, really master this, and I'm already super efficient with Premiere. So what I thought was crazy about the new M1 Max, and I have an M1 Max, but I think this would honestly be the same, is that my the the way the actual app ran, like the way Premiere ran, sometimes, you know, like you said, it'll get chuggy or whatnot. I mean, there's times where Premiere just gets chuggy, dragging a video from one spot to another. It, right. it felt like the I got a brand new app. It it literally looked like the app was running up from like a 24 frames per second, the app itself to like 60 frames. I was like, holy crap. I, so I knew it was going to be different then. And then, like you said, putting layers and layers and layers of 4K, I'm like, all right, this this is never going to be an issue for me. And yeah. and then, you know, people that have seen um in my videos where I did the exports, I mean, when I had, you know, a core, an Intel i9 uh machine 16 inch macbook from 2019 did a 19-minute export of a video in 36 minutes and then the m1 did it in 19 minutes and then the m1 max did it in seven minutes and 30 seconds wow that's that's crazy that's what that's when you're like damn (laughs) yeah that's crazy but like look look at it from like this angle like if apple has been able to increase the speed that much in one generation, yo. Dude, I'm I'm with you. What, what's gonna like what does the next generation look like? We haven't even you know put these in a we haven't even put these in a desktop. In a desktop. So like I said on Twitter the other day, like imagine what a what the next generation when they come with the iMac Pro, the new one, it's gonna be bonkers. 
like bonkers. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I really don't think like like as long as this computer doesn't develop any long term problems or RAM slowdowns mm-hmm. or SSD degradation, like I can't see myself needing more machine in this. I totally agree. If I if I do, it will literally just be like, oh, Terry got the money. I want the latest and greatest. But from a necessity standpoint, I don't think I will ever need more than this. I mean, and I'm a heavy, I'm a heavy editor. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, for people that are listening, that may not be, look, I think everyone that is creating content, no, like they're falling in love with this machine, right? We know that it's you, how can you not because of the power, but you know, for people that are looking to upgrade, I mean, unless you really, really think you need it or you have the money, you don't need to get an M1 Max machine. The M1 Pro is sensational. It has more than enough overhead, like even to your point that, okay, if you want the new MacBook Pro, whether you're getting a 16 inch or 14 inch, you you really don't need like 90, man, I would even arguably say maybe 97% of people don't even need an M1 Max. The M1 Pro is going to be totally, you know, more than, more than ample. So, um, like, like you said that the power, I, I don't even I don't even know if I'm going to really tap into it unless I say, hey, I want an all 8K workflow. Maybe that's the right. next that would be the next jump. If you really, really feel like that's important, then, you know, you do that. So, you know, I want to ask you about let's talk about we're obviously so floored by the performance and stuff. What about the design for you? Um, pe- people people have their thoughts, but I want to hear yours. To be honest, I don't like it. And let me let me explain why. Right. Um, I, I said, and it's crazy because I feel like I'm re, I'm I'm really literally saying what I said in my video today. But <laughs> compared to like, if we go back to the 2015 MacBook Pro, it had ports, it had everything, and it was super still. It was still slim and sleek, and I really like that design, and I like how they you know improved on it from 16 to 18 up and up through 20. So for them to go back to like. The boxy design, I, I don't like it. I, I I guess I understand it. Like, you know, we want more power. When more power means we got to be able to dissipate the heat. We want louder speakers. We want ports. I get it. But I still think they could have stuck with the other design, made it a little bit thicker. Um, as far as, like, the keyboard, I like I do like the keyboard. I like yeah. the way the keyboard looks. Yeah. The speak the speakers are nuts. <laughs> you know, did you did – you, um, See, my review was so long. I was like, you know what? I'll talk about the speakers maybe in another video. So I didn't really go into it. But did you did you address the speakers in in your kind of impressions or your video that you because it's it's I don't with it sounds I hate it when we say stuff like this, but it's true. This is the best sounding Mac I've ever heard. The best. It is. It, it is. And it's listen. A spade is a spade, dude. <laughs> like it's certain things about it. Like <clears throat> best sound of speakers. Like, I was listening to it today and was like, wow, I cannot believe this is coming from a laptop. Obviously, it's not going to re- replace monitor or reference speakers, but to have that type of thing on your lap is wild. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on design-wise, um, the screen is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's freaking beautiful. But the notch. What do, you, what do you mean? I don't see a notch. What are you talking about? But, ain't, no hey, notch. They, ain't no notch. You know there. what? <laughs> This is not your business, dude. Oh, are we going there? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> hey, okay, keep keep going. I want to hear your thoughts first before I go into song, but keep okay. on going. So, so like, I'm fifty fifty on it. I'm all about design compromises if it means it increases my productivity or gives me a feature that I want. Right. So it's like I'm 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 accepting of this thicker, bulkier MacBook because we get so much performance out of it. Great. I mean, you know. Although aesthetics are important to me, the reality is, is what's most important about this machine that you needed to do work, the ability to do work. So my biggest thing with the notch is you put the notch there, but you didn't increase the functionality. So besides pushing the screen out further towards the bezels, I think we should have, like, if you're going to put the notch there, give us center stage. If you're going to put the notch there, give us face ID. Like those things would have made sense to me. But right now it's just kind of, I mean, it's like the iPhone. You see it, you forget it's there, it's whatever, but I would have much preferred it without the notch. I mean, for me, it's hard to unsee it. You know, I mean, look, I am accepting of it because this is the most, if this was not the most powerful machine, I'd probably be bitching about it a whole lot more. Let's be real, right? Yeah, um, for sure. The functionality is exactly the same as it's been in the past. Um, you know, there's there's notching new about it. So, so, I, 
So, oh, you uh, fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're just getting warm, homie. All right, let's go. But, but you know, I'm, a, I'm 100% in agreement with you. Apple, it's really interesting, right? Because Apple believes what they believe. You know, even they've, they've said, hey, this is a, this is function over form. We're giving you more screen space. And they are right. You know, they're not lying about that. And I, I see how they believe it. But it's something that's hard for me to unsee. That's all. Like, the, I think on the phone, I've never been a fan. But I have to – there's a point where you got to shut up about it because right. – unless you want to complain about it every time. But – and there are, you know, apps that you can go into full screen mode. And we've seen now that there's a way to specifically kind of force an app to add an extra, you know, the extra black bar so that the notch goes away. Um, but overall design, it, I, in a weird way, I feel like Apple, we talk about the 2015 and they're really, it's this whole like retro modern design, yeah. right? A lot of their stuff is it's actually getting thicker, the iPhone is getting thicker. We're getting more battery. We're not, when was the last time we actually saw an, uh, a video where someone basically is forcibly trying to bend the iPhone and crack it in half now? We don't really, you know, that was a big thing around like the six and the seven and the eight. And I don't, quite honestly, I mean, I don't know if anyone's trying. I mean, I'm sure you could, I'm sure you could snap it in half if you really wanted to try. I don't know, man. That's a right? pretty, it's, it's that's a pretty, pretty hard one, right? But yeah, that's pretty, you don't see people doing it. And maybe because it can't be done anymore, uh, you know, right. for mere mortals at least. So <laughs> Apple, maybe, Apple, maybe. Maybe it was an integrity thing. Like, you yeah. know, different shapes have different points of strength and stuff like that. So it could have been integrity thing. But I think it's more of like they're trying to chase this particular aesthetic. Yeah. This is what I don't get, dude. Like, and I say this all the time. Like, you can't tell me Apple. Like, Apple, the freaking leaders in engineering and innovation, right? Y'all got probably the smartest dudes in the world working for y'all. <laughs> y'all have been able to... Create a system on chip that blows everything out of the water. How is it that all of these engineers and shit that y'all got that nobody can figure out, like on Windows machines, right, that they have these innovative, high-quality, edge-to-edge touchscreens and still find a way to put a camera in there that y'all can't figure that out? I don't I don't understand it. <laughs> I, th- I think it's... Well, I think a lot of people don't, but a part of it, I think it's just their their priorities. And they believe, like, honestly, you know how it is. Apple believes what they believe. So no matter what other companies are doing, right, this whole idea of, look, I don't mind. Some people hate that idea, but I still think, like, give me basic, basic touchscreen functionality. Scrolling and selecting, I'm down with that. I don't need, like, yes. crazy multi-touch on a laptop. But just how many times have we just instinctually, and I know you're an iPad user, Instinctually, you might accidentally once in a while like reach out and touch your screen and be like, "Oh yeah, I forgot. I can't even do that." I mean, I've, I've got to imagine you've done that before. I have. They will <laughs> never do that though because, and listen, you, dealing with Apple is a double-edged sword because <clears throat> we all know that we're getting finessed by Apple in one way, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, way yeah. <laughs> right? But but we accept it anyways because the products, the ecosystem is so great. They will never put a touchscreen in the MacBook Pro. I'm calling it here, Brian. You can mark this time. Because they are too, like, their marketing team is too intelligent. They know that if we put a touchscreen on a freaking MacBook Pro, we're going to cannibalize iPad sales. And they're not going to do that. All right. So 30 years from now, Terry, I'm, you know, you and I are hopefully still taking. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be like 30 years into the future. <laughs> if they put yeah. it in there, I'm going to be like, bro, you were wrong 30 years ago. That's not going to happen. I'm, I, 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 that's not gonna happen, dude. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, they won't do it. Oh, they're, man. Like they're like you said, they're too stuck in their ways. They don't care. And I and I love that about Apple. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we, when you talk about Apple being stubborn, not caring what other people do, that resonates with me because I'm like that. I don't care what nobody think about me. I'm gonna do things the way I think they should be done, whether you like it or not. Um and Apple is the same way. I mean, obviously they're way smarter than I am, but I, I respect it, but I you know, as a consumer like if you take yourself away from being a tech snob and you know like from a consumer like come on man y'all didn't need to put the notch on there you didn't give us nothing extra but a notch yeah no you know um i think you know you always tell the truth about how you feel so you know i would like to honor the you know the famous mary j blige and saying well i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna shed no tears I want to know how many times you practiced that before this call. You've been like, yeah. that was your moment. It wasn't. No, I, I did not set like, it up. I was like, oh, if he wants to go notch jokes, I'm going to throw it on him. 
that's good though. You got a, you got a, you got a beautiful voice. We're, so we're not we're not it. we're not just playing around here, man. Okay, okay. So let's keep on. What about? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna get off that because you, you got it. You won. We ain't trying to. We're not trying to one up each other. Okay, let's talk about um usability, battery life. So you know, everyone is different. How how are you feeling about the battery life in you know based on how you're using it so far? Okay, again, I said this in my initial impressions. Um, I felt the M1 MacBook Pro was the strongest battery I've ever used in a, in a laptop. I could easily in Final Cut Pro on battery get through like four hours of editing before that battery crashed out. Um, now, is the M1 the most powerful chip? I, I'm saying that because I, I'm, about, I'm about to make my point. Um, is the M1 the most powerful chip out there? No, it's technically a consumer grade chip, just ultra powerful, you know, super efficient. So I think it's unfair to say with the MacBook Pro, the M1 Pro or the M1 Max that the battery isn't that good because they are like worlds more powerful than the standard MacBook M1 or M1 chip. Uh, but yesterday I managed to wreck the entire battery in an hour and about 24 minutes. An flat. hour and 24 minutes? What were you doing to it? Final Cut? I, I mean, I had now. So I was like, it was going okay. I had the like, screen. What were you doing? Oh, you were trying. You were trying to push it. You were trying to like literally. You no, know, yesterday I was literally trying to like seeing if I could break it. You know what I'm saying? So I was throwing, <laughs> like, dude, I was doing stupid stuff. Like, so I would take a clip, stabilize it while it was stabilizing, drop a motion VFX effect on there and track it. Then throw an adjustment layer on that with the color grade and let only give it like two or three seconds to render and then move on to timeline scrubbing. So. Like I, I managed to take it down to the low battery warning in like an hour and a half, which I was at first I was like, man, I, that sucks. But then, you know, you have to realize it is a much bigger display, you know, um, much brighter display, a way more powerful processor in there and GPU combination in there. And battery technology has not, you know, we're at the peak of it. So it's like at this point, you can either increase battery life which equals more size. Mm -hmm. That's the only way we can squeeze more power out of these lithium batteries or, you know, the battery takes a performance hit. So I'm accepting of it because, and I, and I say this too, I'm accepting of it because using other laptops, it is still better than all the other laptops I've used short of the M1 MacBook Pro. But compared to the M1 MacBook Pro, uh, it's, it's a pretty substantial difference. But I mean, you haven't, you tried to take it to its knees, but what about, have you had enough time to kind of do like normal, like normal use? Where, where, where do you think you're at with that? You know, like yeah, ca casual stuff. Now I haven't, um, I mean, I've been checking the web here and there, yeah. checking stocks here and there. Um, and I don't leave it on the charger all day. So I haven't charged it all day sort of this morning and I've been using it sparingly. I'm at 89%. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, so I, mean I guess like, when you're not doing intensive stuff on there, I'm I'm pretty sure like it can make it two or three days per charge. Yeah, that's super nice. Now, what do you think about, you know, I know we talked about this device. I mean, is there anything on here specifically that you would like? I mean, we talked about the notch, but are there any other kind of bugaboos that you're like, oh, man, I wish they did this or wish they I did wish that? They I wish they would have kept the freaking touch bar. I'm one of the people that love the touch bar. All right, we're gonna end, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end this call right now. So let's just uh, <laughs> let's just let's just press stop on this. I'm just playing. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> listen, the touch. Let me tell you why I love the touch bar. Number one, emoji selection. It's super easy to hit the emoji button. <laughs> hey, hey, it's all of your emoji. Emoji. But let me tell. You, let, all right, so listen. I, call me. Call me. No, this is this shallow or whatever. Right. Okay, I okay. love how futuristic it looks. And again, I'm big on aesthetics, although I shouldn't be when it comes to a computer. Like, I like, that's why I love, like, the Huawei laptops and the Dell new laptops. They they look amazing. Even if they suck at performance, they look amazing. Mm -hmm. And I really like that touch bar. So I, I wish they would have kept that. Uh, as far as, like, any other, it's it's pretty hard to argue with it. Like, yeah. it really is. There's It's, like, it's all nitty-picky. Like, so, for example, the touch bar, my 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 biggest complaint with it is that they didn't they didn't do anything with it for five years. I think that they could have done more to it, whether Absolutely. it was haptic feedback. They could have given us actual more functionality. But the touch bar felt like to me a little bit of how it's not the same, but how they treated 3D touch. Where like I loved 3D touch. Not everyone oh, yeah. likes 3D touch, but I freaking loved 3D touch. 
but then they never really supported it. They, they talked about it the first year and then you kind of never really heard about it. They never hyped it up. They never did anything really new to it. And users, then they took it away. Yeah. And because user, they're the ones that can, you know, Apple knows that they can push kind of technology. They can kind of change our behaviors if they want to yeah. with what yeah. they put in the phones and what they put in the um, devices. So that's what it kind of reminded me of. Like, I think, I think the touch bar could have been a lot better, but they just didn't do really anything with it, you know? So that's why I was like, eh, I don't really care about the touch bar anyways, even from the very beginning. I'm really like, like I'm, I'm trying to find things that I could possibly say about it. But <laughs> sort of the, sort of the things we talked about already, like I wish it had face ID. That's huge for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't, but like just design language wise, uh, I'm going to tell you something. I, I think, this computer having a ProMotion display <clears throat> makes it feel a lot faster mm, mm. than it. I'm, I'm, because I'm not saying it's not fast, but I feel like that amplifies it, right? Because we're not used to having computers with a 120 hertz display. So I do feel like that's part of what makes it feel more responsive than the standard MacBook, you know, M1 MacBook Pro. All right. Thanks again to Quip for sponsoring my podcast. Things are starting to get back to normal. You know, we're getting back into routines and seeing people. And I don't know about you all, but maybe you might have skipped brushing your teeth a few times because, you know, you're so tired just hanging around at home. You're not seeing anybody. Admit it. You have done it, too. Well, some of you. But (laughs) good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths and has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean, a lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down, a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. On top of your brushing, you can upgrade your Quip with a new smart motor to track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app. You can earn amazing rewards like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. Beyond the brush, Quip has everything you need to build complete routines. Anti-cavity toothpaste and mint or watermelon, that helps prevent cavities. There's two ways to floss. Floss string that expands to clean, and then reusable floss picks that replace over 180 disposable picks with every refill. In addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of all that in-store shopping. With stylish and affordable electric brushes starting at just $25, you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral care. The Quip toothbrush is super minimalist and elegant, and the app tracks your activity and coaches you for better habits. I've tried it out. I thought it was, I just liked how slick and kind of simple it was. And it's also a new refreshing way to take care of your teeth and maybe give you some more incentive to do it too. Now, if you go to getquip.com slash applebits right now, you'll get your first refill for free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash applebits, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash applebits. Quip, the good habits company. Yeah, I mean, for me, if you want to talk about like being nitpicky, but I think it's it, it would have been nice on this machine. I mean... Not that it's the end of the world, but it has Wi-Fi 6 and Bluetooth 5.2. I would have liked Wi-Fi 6E only because I know that this is a machine that you and I are probably going to have for two, three, four years. And we already know. No, we won't. No, we won't. We won't, but the average person. Oh, the average person. If they, okay, let's, if they bought this machine, the average person, I, you know, I'm not trying to make any crazy bold predictions. I think this is a machine that they could have for five years easy. Oh yeah, easy. easy, right? And so easy. when you talk like that, we already know we already know like Wi-Fi six E is pretty much on the cusp of becoming like a mainstream thing in the next year or so, and that's that's just a small thing. But again, is it going to stop someone from that really wants this computer from buying it? No, it's totally not. No. You know, I think like put how do you what do you feel about this? Because some people hit me with this the HDMI port. Some people are like, you know what? I don't need an HDMI port. I would have wanted a USB A port in there for some, just for the, you know, everyone kind of has that one old peripheral. What, what are your thoughts on that? I'm just throwing it out. Um, because we could do HDMI through the, you know, Thunderbolt portal, or we could do display through the Thunderbolt port already. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So I would have preferred four Thunderbolt port, ports. Instead of a, instead of a HDMI. Yeah. Instead of a HDMI, because like, even though I hate dongles, it, it <clears throat> I hate, all right, let me step back. The MacBook pro M one, I couldn't stand it because only two ports. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, by the time I got done connecting the driver or something, I don't have anything left. So, with this one, 
I feel like if I at least had three ports available to use, then that fourth one, I'm okay to sacrifice that to connect it to a Thunderbolt display or whatever. But they essentially forced us out of a – they did. They forced us, forced us out of an additional Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt port to get HDMI. What if you don't use HDMI at all? It's the, then you're out of a port for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it would have been more useful to go for Thunderbolt ports. If somebody wants to go external, they got Thunderbolt to display port adapters and all of that stuff. Um, one thing I think we didn't touch on is gaming. Mm. So I don't know if you are into computer gaming. I'm not at all. But <laughs> but I did watch a video today where the dude was playing. Now, he was on the M1 Max and was playing Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. through whatever it wasn't it was through some type of parallels program it wasn't parallels but it was something similar and he was running um 1080p high at you know 60 70 frames per second which on a mac is crazy for gaming uh, for but sure. yeah for great for gaming for sure. but I, if i'm a game i'm gonna just get on my ps5 mm-hmm. but do you game on your computer oh no 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 well as I'm, you know what we've been trained as mac users that Gaming just is it. Yeah. You know, the developers have left. The developers have never come back. I mean, it's this is we're talking about generations. We're not talking about five or 10 years. We're talking about 20 years of the Mac has never been a gaming platform, even with um, Game Center and all the all the Apple Arcade. That's it's not, you know, console. Now, I'm a console gamer when I have time, meaning, yeah, I jump on little NBA 2K22, get some Mortal Kombat in there. I know you're a big Call of Duty guy. I know you're a big Call of Duty yeah, guy. Do you play Warzone at all? No, no, I mean, no. I, uh, and I, anyway, come on, man. I, I, would, I would jump on with you, but just to just to kick it, but I would embarrass myself. No, listen, so uh, I play with CJ and Devin. We yeah. play all the time. Um, it It's not really about if we win or not, (laughs) it's more so about like just the camaraderie being able to talk to you. And a lot of times we be on there talking YouTube shit. (laughs) So it's kind of like we killing two birds with one stone. A lot of times we be on there talking analytics strategy and all that (laughs) stuff right on, right on party chat. (laughs) So I'm saying that to say, welcome to come on. We don't have expectations or whatever. Okay. Hit me up. Yeah, no, that's good. So, but you know, when we get back to gaming and everything like that, it's this, if there was any machine where, the Mac could finally be considered taken seriously for gaming. This is it. This is it. But again, until Apple, to me, Apple has to pay a developer, a top notch developer, big money for them to spend the time and the resources and basically hire an entire new division just to create a game for the Mac, you know, like to, to bring could I mean, let's, let's be real. We, okay, fine. We have call of duty mobile and I've actually played and it's fun, but could you, what I I'm sure you could never see Call of Duty on a MacBook Pro playing running like a PC. They're just I just would never see. I can't imagine seeing that. That's my actually. Think. That's my prediction. You said no touchscreen on, on a. On a <laughs> It'll MacBook never be Pro. gaming. Okay, in 30 years there will never be Call of Duty <laughs> running natively on a MacBook Pro. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, I don't think we'll ever see that. Cause I, and and I guess like it's not even in Apple's core essence, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't even they don't talk about game. It's short from a little stupid, you know. <laughs> they take two minutes talking about the upgrades to gaming. Pro. Like nobody give a shit. Nobody game on the Mac. Um, but I I don't really I don't really see them going down the gaming rabbit hole. I don't. Yeah, no, neither do I. All right, um, you know we talked about the MacBook Pro. Where on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate this device personally? I think all right. Let's we got to take away the wow factor, okay? Because 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 the wow factor creates bias and scoring, so we got to okay. take away the wow. Hold on, hold on. But the wow factor meaning like recency bias, like you being wowed because you just got it, or or what do you what do you mean by taking out the wow? Because wow well, is kind of part of any product to me. Like <clears throat> PS Five, it got some wow. It still has wow to me. True. Um. What I, you know what. I'll step back because you're right. Because like we can't take away from the hype from this machine because the hype is real. Yes. So I don't know if it's a combination of like we've never seen this level of performance and we a, haven't a, a type. But but I, you kind of got to give it points for that, right? Mm-hmm. So let me score it on a scale of one to ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna live docket for things I don't like. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the notch you definitely getting a uh, getting docked for that. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that it doesn't have Face ID or Center stage, which is a, a, a ridiculous decision on Apple's part. I don't understand. It. Well, I, the, I, I 
thickness. What about? I mean, you know, you gotta know it has to do with the thickness of the device. Right now, we only see iPads is the thinnest device that. Ha- I'm not making excuses for them. I'm just saying we haven't seen it on anything thinner than an iPad Pro, iPad Mini right now. Right. I'm I'm curious though. I'm I'm really curious on how big is that camera sensor. Like, I would love to see a teardown to see how big is that sensor because if it can fit in that display right there or even listen even if it's not the same sensor you can still create a wide angle lens without making it a super high quality lens absolutely come on i talk cameras and lenses all day it's i'm not saying it needs to have a f1.4 aperture but you know it could be but anyway back back on subject you're getting a dock for the notch you're getting a dock for missing a usb port i don't like that uh Performance-wise, is breathtaking. The display is breathtaking. Yeah, the display is so money. The battery life, short of putting it under super intense load, is breathtaking. Responsiveness, keyboard is amazing. <laughs> Build quality is amazing. You know what? I got to give this thing, I'm going to be honest. Yes, be real. I got to I gotta score this a 9 out of 10. Yeah, that's where I, that, I put it like 9. I even, with a little hype on it on top, with sprinkle a little hype, it might even be a 9.5. 9.5. Yeah, yeah. with a little 9.5. sprinkle a little hype on that because, you know, to your point, like we have, when when you get a device that is truly groundbreaking, like it's hard for us to see laptops and computers that change the landscape of the PC world. The computing world, it's so rare that we see that. And we've seen that now with the M1 Max and the M1 Pro. And sure, you know, maybe in five years, Intel cooks up something that catches it. Right? It takes time. Like like everyone's going to respond to um, different things. But right now, I mean, we we really haven't seen anything like it. So I'm going to sprinkle like I'm, I'm with you nine, but I got to sprinkle a little 9.5 on there. I'm going to give know. it a 9.5 because it's that bad. <laughs> but, but, but you said something interesting like <clears> – <throat> Intel can catch up. I I don't think that they can because Apple already has the lead. They do. So whenever Intel finally gets to a point where they can compete with the M1 Max, guess where Apple is at? They on to the M2 Max. They on to the M3. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, like, however they did this, whatever space age engineering that they did (laughs) to create this monster of a machine, it's, it's, it's a generation ahead of everything else out there. Like, to, don't get me wrong. I don't think Intel's going to, but in the processing space, you can never say never. Meaning, there, you know, it could be AMD, right? It could be I, someone I was going to say, I would you, think you know, it would be AMD. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I guess I should have more said, like, the whole entire landscape. If it is, yeah, right? AMD is the one that's really, like, really the in, innovating in that space. Yeah. And so, who knows what it'll be in, like, five to ten years. But without a doubt, I mean, like you said, Apple is... I don't know. It feels more than a generation ahead of everyone right now, quite honestly, because specifically the power consumption. Like, I think, oh, one thing we didn't really talk about is how quiet this damn thing is for the power. Like, this is, in you know, people, I think, take for granted when your machine is quiet, that they, they kind of, but when your machine is loud and the fan's going off all the time, like mine has been for years, you take that for granted. And then yeah. the fact that this device delivers on the power does and still stays quiet that's where you're just like, oh my god, it's, it's crazy. I, I just don't, I just don't get it. Like, <clears throat> all right, listen, you have like brainiacs everywhere, right? <laughs> they can't all work at Apple. Like, they can't all work at Apple. So it it boggles my mind that you have like these major corporations like Intel and AMD, um, Google and Samsung now creating their own SOCs. These are all billion dollar, multi billion dollar corporations that. Apple has found a way to leap this far forward when other companies haven't. I, I that does not make sense to me. I don't understand it. It's almost like like the same thing with um with uh I don't know if you're into like aviation or whatever, but like when you when you talk about like the United States, how is the United States able to leap that far forward with the F twenty two ahead of everything else at that time? So because it's not like they're the only brainiacs in the world. They're not the only ones that know chemical engineering, physics, and stuff like that. So that it, it boggles my mind. But I'm glad that we are here to experience it, bro. Well, to me, it it kind of it's you know what I you use like the plane analogy. I kind of feel like well, how did the Golden State Warriors just completely leap the entire NBA, including the Cleveland Cavaliers? Um, that that, <laughs> that, that that's <laughs> Terry. T- uh, I, li- I like how you threw that in there. That was cute. <laughs> Oh, Terry's from the Ohio area. 
<laughs> I was oh, like, oh my we god. might have to square up when I see you off that one. <laughs> Nothing but love, you man. Got three points for that one. That was thank good. You, thank you. Thank you. I'll give you that one. Um, but you know, just know that's coming back. <laughs> okay, so you know when we talk about how how does Apple do this? So when um you know Apple's time out their processor and how they're creating this new chip where instead of right in the PC world we're used to discrete graphics. And I had actually asked like, okay, is there really is there something that I don't get fundamentally where the PC world has always kind of been built on, okay, you have your processor and then a discrete graphics, uh, you know, card. Is there an advantage of that? Because Apple is now kind of sharing this memory that goes to the video card and goes to the processor. Was that a fundamental shift that the, the PC side just never addressed? And what they said is that there actually is no, advantage per se but it's been think of it like this way the pc world has always kind of been set in their ways of there's going to be a discrete graphics card made from a a manufacturer that we're going to partner with that's just how a pc has always been from day one and we're going to have a cpu that is separate and we're going to have to make them eventually talk to each other but that's just the way their brains have worked and now and we've seen obviously discrete gpus have higher performance than than you know um, at that at the top line, but Apple's perspective is like, hey, let's combine it, and that would have just never happened on the PC side because that would have fundamentally changed literally the business of the PC side. Yeah. So now okay. that Apple's yeah. doing it right, and now you're starting to see Google doing it. Like I literally asked kind of the question that you were saying, like that because I was kind of like, why hasn't anyone done this before? Right? Exactly. It's we it's been years, but sometimes right, it takes a company, and it happens to be Apple in this case. To be like, no, 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 we're going to do it this way. And now PC manufacturers will likely in five years or so, they'll ramp up. AMD will, right? They're going to do their own thing like that too, where they're like, oh, we don't, AMD, right? We don't need a third-party company for a GPU. We've got yeah. the graphics. <clears throat> we've got the processor. So, you know, that I think this is going to cause a shift over on the PC side as well of how they're going to start manufacturing. There will always be discrete graphics and separate processor, but we're most likely going to see more of this integrated system, much like what Apple's done now. And then, right, Google's doing it. Maybe Samsung will do something similar in the future. But uh, it, it just it's kind of crazy how that shift just happened because of what we just saw with this computer now. Yeah, that's uh, I never thought about it like that. But now that you have kind of opened that can of worms, it, it makes complete sense. Like, you got <clears> – I mean, it makes 100% sense. I mean, I'm just saying what they told me, so. <laughs> no, no, but, but, but if you think about it, right, like Apple has all of their sorcery in-house. So mm-hmm. they don't need to pay anybody to pay to make their GPUs, memory buses, none of that stuff. Everything is engineered right in-house. Where as PC, like you said, like all of these different companies like NVIDIA and XYZ, like they all have partnerships together. So Intel knows that, yo, we don't need to make GPUs. We'll go to NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. And it's always been that back and forth. So, yeah, I think I think uh, if it goes anything like anything else is doing, Apple says, hey, this is going to happen like this. And then everybody follows suit because we don't even get freaking charger bricks in the box anymore with anybody because of Apple. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I think that's a really good point. I did. Uh, so I saw a dude the same video today. He said the M1 Max GPU is on par performance wise with like a, a RTX 3050, yep. which yep. It's crazy because that's a whole dedicated GPU. Like a big, like beefy powerhouse, like true yeah. powerhouse, top, like high, high, high bar, top notch level GPU. I mean, it's, that's what's insane. And, you know, I think that no matter what, see, the M1 was like a preview of what we we're getting. I, I did not. Did you buy an M1 machine? You bought an M1 Mac Mini, didn't you? I got a Mac Mini only because I got a deal on it and I got an M1 MacBook Pro. I only went with an M1 MacBook Pro <clears throat> because... I started seeing people talk about this performance increase, yeah. but I had to see if it was real myself. So I went and bought one and I was like, I was sold at that point, but I also knew at the same time, like it was a reason why all of the M1 machines were only getting two ports or whatever, because this was their entry level consumer, like dipping our feet into the water. And I already knew like, all right, we're going to bring out this small one, but then we're going to come through later and um, knock them on the head with it. And that's what they did, man, in a, in a, in a major way. Yeah, you know, I held out. I, I knew I was – because I'm not the type of user, and I can tell you aren't either. A, like, I'm not – you know, there's 
and much love to them. There's some people that literally will buy every single thing that Apple puts out. I'm not that person. You know, I like to, I like to keep myself grounded. Like, am I, is this really worth for me? And like, I was so tempted to buy an M1 machine because I knew the, you know, I'd tested it. I'm like, the performance is crazy. But I was, I said, look, if I wait a year, if I just wait a year, I could get by. Right. And I did. And now, now it, it feels like I've just leapt like from like a five story building to a freaking 20 story building. Yeah. With the, with this so, new M1, it's max. It's crazy. I think the only reason I did upgrade is because the I'm always fishing for deals, dude. I don't like paying full <laughs> price for nothing. I'm always trying to barter and trade stuff to get what I want, right? So the Intel Mac I had was I got it at a good deal from a content creator. He only bought it to test out for YouTube, and then he was a Windows guy, so he put it to the side. It was like Terry, boom, you can have it for XYZ price. Run it. So. <laughs> When I when I finally started thinking about it, I went on Apple's website to see what their trade-in was. And at this time, they were giving a lot of money for the Intel machines, I'm guessing, because they're trying to convert everybody to M1. So I went in there, and I was able to swap out a 2019 version for a 2020 M1 MacBook Pro. only had to come out of pocket $100-some-odd. Well, so there you go. I was like, well, let me do, go ahead and do it. And then when I saw the power of that, I had only got it with 8 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage. It was the base model. So then I saw a crazy deal on a Mac Mini. And it was decked out, one terabyte. And the dude was trying to buy a gift for his wife for anniversary. I'm like, yeah, let me get that. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not I'm not even using this iPad Pro anyway. So I just sold the iPad Pro to pay for it. So um, I'm going to be honest, man. Did I need it? Did I need to buy this computer? No. I could have made it work. I mean, we're hustle men. We we make stuff work, right? I could have made this work for another two to three years if I wanted to. But I was like, you know what, man? When you are a content creator, yep. when you're a professional and audio or whatever, why wouldn't you want to spend the money on a thing that can make whatever you need to do on a daily basis easier and faster and give you more of your time back and make it become less of a headache? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and grab it. I gave the M1 MacBook Pro to my wife uh, because she didn't have a computer. I'm a great husband. That's, that's, a day, hey, that's, <laughs> that's husband points right there. You get three points. I'll give you three points for that. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. And then uh, the Mac, so the Mac Mini I have, <clears throat> and I'm probably going off on a tangent, but I initially bought it because my wife was always taking my MacBook Pro <laughs> to do like her, her design stuff. So anytime she wanted to do her design stuff, I was out of an editing machine. So I'm like, I'm going to just put one in the basement. But I still work a nine to five, which means I'm still down here eight or nine hours a day. By the time I get off, I don't want to be at this freaking desk no more. So I found that I bought this Mac mini and I've maybe used it 10 times since I've owned it. So I was like, you know what? Since I'm always mobile, I'm going to just sell it and get some of my money back. There you go. All right. Uh, Terry, just asking from a future perspective, you know, we talked about the MacBook Pro. I know you deal with cameras and, uh, you know, photography and everything. What what do you what's kind of the most exciting, I guess, tech in your world that you're looking forward to? Whether you know it doesn't mean it's happening this year, but as trends and things are moving forward, what what are you most excited about? Um, I'm really excited, probably more so in the camera space. I can't wait for companies to start blending, um, like real world physical cameras, large sensor cameras, with computational photography and videography. I can't wait to. You know what? Apple needs to come out with a mirrorless camera. I mean, people have you know talked about that for years, right? Like, you know how you know? crazy that would be. Um, but that's probably the thing I'm excited for the most um, out of everything else. Yeah, and you know, I think it's super smart, right? We, even just for me, seeing apps like Adobe, Photoshop, and Premiere get all this crazy AI stuff plugged into it. You're right. It's like the next level is like having these devices be legitimately smart devices with CPUs in them. Mm-hmm. you know, that are starting to like dictate and make, you know, sure. It doesn't have to make all the decisions, but can help us just do things better without taking over, you know, the process. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. That's a killer idea, man. Smart. So more smart, like smart cameras for you, right? Like true smart cameras. I, I really think like, <clears throat> like I did a comparison on my channel. What was that? A few weeks ago, like iPhone versus a pro camera. Mm-hmm. And it it's just wild how, close these phones can get i mean obviously if you know what to look for you can easily spot the differences but we're talking like we're us snobs are one percent of that you are one percent of a hundred of people who can spot the difference to typical people 
a lot of people got a lot of those pictures wrong. And that to me says like, man, what if they took that same level of computational photography and they dropped that on top of an already capable, you know, real camera system? How wild would things get? And for me, I'm really looking forward to that. Nice, man. All right. Well, Terry, you know what? Uh, loved having you on the show, man. This was fun. I don't think you're ever going to get back on me for that a uh, Warriors uh, Cavs joke, but uh, you know you man. can try. You can try. You know I'm a, you got, I'm a you got Twitter. You, you got Twitter. You got my phone now. I mean, it's pretty. You know, <laughs> come come at come at me, bro. But uh, <laughs> all right, it's gonna happen. I'll tell you right now. But uh, you know, could you once again kind of tell people again where they can find your content and your killer work? Yeah, man. Thank again. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute blast being on here, man. Uh, glad to be able to call you a friend now. Yeah, man. yeah. I, that, that's crazy after all these years I've been watching you. But again, I'm on uh, YouTube. It's Terry, uh, T-E-R-R-Y, uh, Warfield. So Terry space Warfield, W-A-R-F-I-E-L-D. Um, I'm on YouTube. My Instagram is pretty much the same, Terry underscore Warfield. And Twitter wouldn't let me get the same thing, so I had to change my Twitter. So my Twitter is underscore Terry Warfield. And I do, you know, if, you, if you're into like, I do motivational videos yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I love those, dude. I love those. I appreciate that. Like, I'm always trying to help people and inspire people and stuff like that. So, hey, yeah, come uh, come join the squad. I don't like telling people to follow me. I hate that yeah, word. Yeah. Come join the family. Come join the squad. We'd love to have you guys apart. All right, Terry. Well, hey, thanks so much. Keep it easy. You know, we'll have you back for sure. And it was for great sure. having you on the show, bro. All right, man. Thanks a lot. All right. See ya. Hey, put on the shirt next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man terry he got me he got me good i was wearing a tank top for the record during our podcast it's audio i i could wear whatever i want terry anyways everybody uh hope you really enjoyed that it was a lot of fun to talk to him and chop it up about the macbook pro again we would love to hear what you all think about it what are your first impressions is your mind blown are you like yeah it's all right it doesn't really do much for me did what you know? What computer did you have before it? I'd love to hear about it. Try and keep your call around a minute, minute 30 if you can. Tell us your name, where you're from, what you want to talk about. Get to it. AppleBitsShow at gmail.com is how you send in a voice memo. Just record it. Send it through whatever platform you're on. Phone, laptop, desktop, Android, Windows, BlackBerry, Palm, whatever it is, we got you. And we will not forget to give a big thanks, big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $100 Platinum Apple level. Thank you so much, Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader, Jarrett Lewis, and Atari Koenigsegg. Thank you for your support. Thank you to all of you for all of your amazing support. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong. Starting at $2 a month, goes up to 5 which is like a cup of coffee. 10 25 and the $100 Platinum Apple level. Get your name in the show every week, but thank you everyone again for all your support. But that's going to do it for this week. We will probably talk news next week, maybe throw in a little AirPods 3. We still haven't done an actual Apple Watch review or have someone uh, join us as a guest for that because it has been coming fast and furious here in the Apple world, but I think uh, we kind of have some room to breathe. I mean, the tech season is still fierce. I'm going to be doing a Pixel 6, Pixel 6 Pro review. I can't wait to check those out because those... Those look like the Android phone to get for the year. It looks like the smartest smartphone of the year, period. I'm super fascinated by them, and I've always loved the Pixel line. It's just that I can't jump over because I'm deep in this ecosystem, and from a media content standpoint, I'm going to roll with the iPhone for creating content, but damn, that Pixel Pro looks amazing. Anyways, we will talk to you all soon. Take care. Be safe. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace. Peace.